Sarah Godey, Monica Steely, and Amber Miller. We're excited to announce the launch of a small group Bible study called Be Together. Be Together is a discussion-driven study focusing on creating close-knit unity among women and encouraging them to delve deeper into God's Word. For more resources and information about the Bible study or this episode, please visit www.bestillbefree.com. Hello and welcome to the Bcast. My name is Amber Miller, and I'm here today with Monica Steely. Hello, and Sarah- <laughs> there it is. There it is. It's been so long. It is. And Sarah Gody. Hi. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, for joining me today. We are starting a brand new series mm-hmm. today: Be Missional and Build. And mm. this is going to be amazing. We've got amazing guests coming up. Yes. Um, it's a four-week series, and this is week one. Monica's got something really special planned for us that um, normally Sarah and I know a little bit about yeah. what's going on. We have no, but we have no clue what's going on today. We didn't get is, any cliff notes this time. No, I know it means I know. pure just. I know. Well, you, I thought our conversation. I love to control everything about every <laughs> environment ever. <laughs> not, <laughs> which makes me laugh. Yeah, so not my, so and nice. Sarah and I both turned we red. We don't yeah. at all. <laughs> No, <laughs> but I thought I, I purposely did not share any notes because I thought this would be, um, I don't know. I thought the content of, of what God has shown me would just have some really, really fresh conversation That's for great. us. Yay. So, um, so as Amber said, our theme is be missional and build. And I will say a while back, Sarah had posted something about we're getting ready to record this series. And she got so much feedback from her post about women saying, yes, I need to know about this. Yes. So um, I think I really pray. We really pray that this is a series that meets a need, that touches you where you are, yeah. gives you permission to exhale yep. and just frees you up. A little bit. Absolutely. So in the church world, you know, when we talk about being missional or mission-minded, it always comes with a picture of a child from Africa, mm-hmm. with our, you know, driveways lined with flags, with, you know, a whole missions festival. Like missional is always associated with another country, a third world country, right. somewhere outside of where we Some are. Some big platform. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, but being missional, being truly missional is more than a going. Yeah. It's not necessarily a going somewhere. It's a being first. Mm. And um, being missional is more than just getting a passport. And our sticky statement um, is being missional does not require a passport. Woo-woo. Hey. Dun, dun, dun. Freedom. Um, in this series, being missional and building is all about embracing the mission in front of you and building your kingdom for God, however and whatever it may look like. Mm, I love that. Um, if you're a stay-at-home mom who feels called to homeschool and serve your family and not work outside of the house, and that is your mission, then build the kingdom of God, God within those walls that have the finger-painted pictures and frames, mm-hmm. the food splattered all over the floor, build your kingdom there. <laughs> if you're a career woman who feels called to the workforce in corporate America, then that is your mission and build the kingdom of God within those cubicle walls. If you're a woman who travels abroad for short-term missions or long-term and serves those in needs, then that is your mission and build the kingdom of God within those villages. Mm -hmm. It's about figuring out and identifying where you are and what is the kingdom that's in front of you that God is asking you Mm -hmm. to build. Um, So a verse that we are going to dissect and discuss today is... This might seem contrary, but just hold tight. (laughs) It's from Matthew 28. Go and make disciples of all nations. Mm -hmm. So 
are you guys ready? Yeah. We're ready. Your minds are going to I want explode. notes. Like, I want to be looking at him. I'll figuring it, it all out. Later. I'm like hanging on your every word. I know. What are you going to say next? We're like know. intently looking at Monica while she's I'm speaking. Red. I don't really like that. <laughs> Should have given us notes. Your fault. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> okay. So, in the Greek, I went into, you know, dissect this verse go and make disciples. And in the Greek, the word go means to pursue the journey on which one has entered. To continue on one's journey. Oh, wow. I mean, Love. it does also have the connotation of meaning like literally go. Sure. But this was like this, like the second important right. meaning of the word. Continue the journey on which you have entered. Mm. Continue on one's journey, which reminds me and brings me back to crawling. Like eat the mm-hmm. leaf you're born onto. Yeah, right. Totally. Be where you are. That's yeah. what I love one's journey. It doesn't say continue on someone else's journey. Try to get on someone yes. else's journey. It's one's journey, Continue my journey. on the one that you have entered. So mm-hmm. God, where, where has God entered you onto your journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so Pursue important. that. Pursue and we that. all enter into different journeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you think of missions and you think like, well, even go and make disciples, you think I must leave what I'm doing now. I must stop my job yes. or my school or what, like, you know, one of our, yeah. one of our um, guests that we have later coming up talks about that, you know, yeah. right. like I, I thought I needed to like quit school and go to, right. right. That's what we think. But he's saying, right. actually, what I'm telling you to do is stay where you are and keep going with mm. that. Continue. 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 Yeah. Continue. Continue doesn't mean like abruptly end and, and abort and start something different. It means <laughs> right. stay where, stay where you're at and keep going. Mm. Um, the, the phrase for make disciples is actually the word teach. And it means be a disciple of one. Make a disciple, teach or instruct. And it, w- the first definition was be a disciple of one. And it just struck me that we have to be a disciple before we can make a disciple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we cannot, we cannot teach discipleship of, from an empty well. Like we have to continue to be yep. a disciple. And of all nations is the word ethnos. And it's a multitude associated or living together. A multitude of individuals of the same nature or genus. The human family oh, was part wow. of the description. I'm like, this is direct. I'm not making this up. Or a tribe, nation, or people group. Wow. So taking all of that into account, you could actually translate, go and make disciples to mean this. Pursue the journey you've begun. Continue on your journey. Be a disciple of one and teach what you learn to others, whether it's a nation, a tribe, a people group, or your own family. Wow. That is, I've got goosebumps. You got to put that, you got to, we got to write that up. Oh yeah, we'll write that up and put it in the notes. That's really great. But that is beautiful. Like it, that so struck me and so touched me in a place of giving me permission to not have to chase something yes. that is not mine to chase. That's right. And of of not having to pursue something that is completely on a different road from where God has brought me mm. to. It, it so kind of brings me back to that whole concept of being still. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of chasing all these rabbit holes and trying to doing all these things and filling all that void so that we get to know God, it's the just be where you are. Be yes. right where you are. Quick, trying to go somewhere else. You know, the, again, the premise is to be still. The promise is to know God. Right. And we're running around crazy trying to do everyone else's ministry or do more ministry or change the course of what God's got us on. We're not going to know him. It's right. going to be empty. It's going to feel daunting mm-hmm. and exhausting. Right. Like, I think when we um, talk with Pam and um, Keisha in a couple weeks, 
we're going to, because just from our brief conversations before, um, I think we're going to find that, like, there, there is that fighting and that striving where we're trying to make things happen right. in our go and make disciples of all nations mentality. Um, and God's like, you totally have the meaning upside down. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't mean what you think it means. Yes, it can mean that. But it basically is just where are you mm-hmm. and build the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Pam and I were talking on the way up here yesterday. Um, we were just talking about some of my struggles and things that I um, just, you know, wrestle with. Like I have this idea that I'm going to stand before God one day and he's going to measure. Mm-hmm. Did you do enough? Did you miss blessings? Did you miss people because you were, you know, serving your family too much or you weren't willing to get outside your comfort zone or, and I'm so willing. I know I'm willing. I know that if he said, Hey, this is what I want you to do tomorrow. I would totally do it. But I struggle with that. Is he really going to say, well done Mm -hmm. when I get in front of him or should I be doing more and more and more and more? And and that's where it'd be still so humbling for me because Mm -hmm. it's my life's journey. It's my life's message. And I don't know, you know, we've talked about this, if it's my thorn in the flesh that I'm going to have to struggle with this. Um, But there was such a mentality that was layered in me growing up that was all about a doer's mentality and earning mentality, a performance mentality. Mm -hmm. And it's been a real struggle for me to unlayer that, but there's so much freedom in the idea that I just have to stay on the course that I know that God has for me. I don't have to look for another course. Right. Right. That's awesome. Well, okay, well I'm done. I'll see you guys later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to get you on that. Um, well, and in the, like pursuing the journey on which one has entered, continue on one's own journey. Um, it made me think of the verse in Romans that says our bodies are made up of many parts. None of these parts have the same use. Um, because there's a lot of talk in the Bible about like, you know, like if you're an eye, be the eye, like Mm. there's all the different corresponding parts. Um, when it says none of these parts have the same use, that word use is a doing, a mode of acting, the doings of the apostles, a thing to be done. Um, and the next verses go on to say, there are many people who belong to Christ and yet we are one body, which is Christ. We are all different, but we depend on each other. So none of the parts have the same use or functions, but we all are dependent upon each other. And Sarah has said this before. I don't know if she said it on the podcast or just to me, but she's like, we can't all be hands and feet. Like someone has to be the butt. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't have a body that can't sit down. You know, you can't have a body that doesn't use its right arm. I mean, the glute is is the biggest muscle in the body. It's one of the strongest. It gives us our stability. Mm -hmm. gives us our ability to walk. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that should be the sticky statement. Who wants to be the butt? Beautiful graphic. Somebody has to be the butt. And there's a picture of a yeah. knife. No, I mean, just kidding. Classy. Our website would get shut down yeah. for inappropriate. Oh, that's so funny. Um, and in 1 Corinthians, it says there are different kinds of gifts, but it is the same. It is the same Holy Spirit who gives them. There are different kinds of work to be done for Him, but it is work for the same Lord. There are different ways of doing His work, but it is the same God who uses all these ways in all people. Mm. Um, the word for gifts is a favor with, of which one receives without any merit of his own. Uh, work is service or ministering. And the doing of his work is to be at work, work for one, display one's activity. There are different gifts from God and different services and ministering and different ways to be at work and display our activity. Mm. Um, so the point of all of this, like the breakdown of all of that, is to say that being missional is going to look different for every single one of us. Mm. And sometimes we know this intellectually, but it's hard 
hard to believe it in our hearts and spirits because we're constantly, especially with social media, we are constantly measuring ourselves up against what everybody else is doing. And if someone has a bigger platform, ours seems unimportant. If someone is further along down the road career-wise, our career seems unimportant. And it creates a culture of striving completely. We look at other people's make disciples of all nations and think that ours is unimportant. Mm-hmm. And I, the the point of all of these verses is to say that there is no unimportant mission right. and there's no unimportant journey. They are all vitally important to God because they are all for his use for the same Lord. Mm. You're talking about social media. I often think if, if for a lot of ministries that are out there, if you took social media away, would those people still be doing the mission or the ministry in which they're doing hmm. because are they relying more on social media to make them successful or are they successful because God's branded their mission? Right. And I think that you have to, that's kind of a uh, checks and balance for yourself. Like if you, if you didn't have social media, would you still be doing what you're doing and would you be doing it as well as you think you're doing mm, it? Right. You know, is it, is it the striving of the, the platform? And we've talked a lot about that with be still be free and building mm-hmm. our own platform. Um, is it, is it that? Is it all the likes you get? Is it all the comments you get? Is it all the followers that you have? And there is a measure of knowing whether you, what you're doing is working right. or not. But if that's the measure of whether you are successful or not, it might be good to just kind of look at yourself in the mirror and say, if I were to not try to be on social media as much as I am, would I still have a mission in a ministry? Mm, right. I don't know. That's that a really good just thought. A thought. That's really true, though. That's really good. That's a great way to think about mm-hmm. it. Well, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Lindsay Nobles, but she's mm-hmm. a she's a, works with the um, If Gathering leadership team. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't; she's never like written a book. No, um, you know, she's not quite as out there. Are you, um, you going to read her blog or the the post that she did? I'm going to read part of it. Yeah, uh-huh. love, uh-huh. love. <laughs> I read this post that she wrote, and um, like the next day, Sarah sent it. Was like, we need you need to read this. I was like, <laughs> um, it's already in my notes for our recording. It's already in my notes. <laughs> I literally already typed it up. Yep. Um, but she wrote this post called Owning Our Gifts. And it's in the post, she talks a lot about how she feels un- inferior to other members of the If Gathering team. Mm-hmm. And she posted this picture from the recent gathering, and it's Jenny Allen and Ann Voskamp and Jen Hatmaker. And, you know, yeah. she's with all mm-hmm. of these people. And she's like, see the girl in the stripes? That's me. I'm the only one that doesn't, you that know, you don't recognize speak or, or have a book or, or blah, blah, blah. So she writes, I'm kind of the odd woman out <clears throat> The one without a husband or a boyfriend, the one without an agent, the one without a book deal, the one who doesn't frequent conference stages, the one who so completely feels like a ragamuffin. Mm. But then she goes on to say later that she is God's beloved, that he knit her together with unique giftings, that she is in sin, Mm. she disqualifies herself because she doesn't cast vision like Jenny, preach like Bianca, sing like Lauren, mobilize like Jen, or pray like Anne. She realizes that she needs to use her own gifts and her own voice to stop comparing herself. Mm. And her words are, my gifts might not attract the masses, but they are still immensely valuable. And so are yours, by the way. You know, like I would look at Lindsay Nobles and think like, you know, like you've got it going on. Like I would compare myself Mm -hmm. to her, Mm -hmm. but there she is comparing Mm -hmm. herself to someone else. Like there's always going to be something else to compare yourself to. Um, and she is truly just one of the most sweet women. She was at Catalyst with the IF group that was right. there doing the Wednesday breakouts. And um, just so down to earth and so humble. And you could walk right up to her. Not that you couldn't walk right up to all of them. Because, I mean, 
you know, they're absolutely all wonderful. But there is this just neat quality about her that you're just like, man, thank you for being who you are Mm -hmm. because you're helping give me permission to be who I am. am. It is hard when you have a heart to serve God. It is hard, no matter how much truth you have in your head and your heart, not to compare yourself to someone else. Mm -hmm. It's hard not to, Mm -hmm. especially with social media, because you're constantly reminded of how great of a job that they're doing and how much of an impact they have. And you're kind of like, Oh, but what about me? And you're like, well, God's called me to my family. Well, they have a family, you know? And you're kind of like, well, God, are they better than I am? Like you just, these lies just so in your head. And so when you meet a a, a Lindsay, when you meet a, a Pam, Mm -hmm. you just can't help but be released from some of that pressure and Mm -hmm. guilt that we put on ourselves. They're not putting it on us. We're putting it on ourselves. Satan Mm -hmm. is speaking those little lies into our, but she is a, she's a fantastic person. Well, and I think everything that she said goes back to her, like she's ends up, I think saying without saying like, I'm okay to be the butt. That's right. You know, like if they're going to be hands and feet, I'm okay with being the part of the body that I am. And, um, I'm not calling you a butt. (laughs) (laughs) figuratively yeah um but i think there's uh, there's obviously freedom in that and so she's just pursuing her journey continuing on the path that god has placed her on and is coming to terms with being okay with that and to celebrating their successes Mm -hmm. but not letting it take away from her successes when we're all a butt at some point in our lives right because life is full of seasons and Um, There are going to be times where you're the glue that holds things together. And there are going to be times when you're the leader and somebody else is holding the glue together for you. You know, whether it's you being the leader in your home as a mom Mm -hmm. or you being part of the leadership in your marriage or at the ministry that you have at church or, you know, I'm doing things right now in school that I never even imagined that I would be doing using Mm -hmm. gifts and talents that I really wasn't that interested in evolving, but they're stretching me. And so there are times where you're the you're the the big muscle, mm-hmm. right? And if you didn't have that big muscle, then the hands and the feet and the mouth and the eyes and the ears couldn't do or go right. or be what they're supposed to be. Um, and so I think we all have to learn how to cycle through some of that and realize what our role is and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And not just be okay with that, but I think also stop judging everybody mm-hmm. else with where they are. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. And yeah. so I mean, true. that's that's hard for me. Absolutely. You know, I'm not... A, to admit that. Um, well, we do it in any area from the way we look, right. money, marriages, careers, parenting. you know, parenting. We were just talking about this yesterday. Monica and I were how people on the outside can assume something is what it is and they can have a jealousy inside of them that just eats up and actually ends up impacting your life mm-hmm. in a negative way because they've done something, acted in, um, said something that has repercussions simply because they weren't able to stop the way the mind was thinking and recognize, Hey, listen, you know what? It's okay for her to be her and for me to be me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so true. Um, I I wrote down that it's time for us all to stop judging each other, stop Mm. judging everyone else's journeys (laughs) and just put one foot in front of the other on the journey that we're on. And we need to first be a disciple and then we can teach that to others. Yeah. Was it, wasn't it that the same thing Ashley sent me and, and I read it to you, she was reading in the new Testament, my friend, Ashley Edwards. Yeah. You, t- was, yeah, you tell me about that. You talk about that. Yeah. She was reading in the new Testament and doggone it. I should, um, I, I wish to that look that I up knew it what it was. Um, but she had, she was doing a study and reading scripture that she had not, um, 
like she'd read several, several times in her life because Ashley loves to read her Bible. Um, <laughs> she totally does. And so she um, was going through that and read something that hit her in a different way than it had ever hit her before. And um, it was about how Oh, I found it. I found it. Okay. She says, I'm studying the book of Mark. Never noticed this before, but it's so cool. In chapter 3, verse 16 and on, Jesus appoints the 12 disciples. Verses 14 and 15, he gives their job description to be with him and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out demons. But it all started with them being Mm. with him. That is so good. How awesome is that? That is so cool. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. He that might awesome. send them out. And then he sent them out, and they were martyred, and they were um, exiled and thrown in prison, right? And I think we, we think that we should have these amazing, beautiful ministries. And, you know, Christine Kane mentioned this, I think, in the If Gathering um, in February, that people look at what she has and they think that's what they want. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand what she's gone through in to her life's there. journey. Yeah. It has not been easy, and even what she continues to do is not easy. It doesn't come without um, uh, inconveniences. Right. You know? Right. Any one of our journeys have inconveniences that we have to... um, Well, speaking of follow me, you know, I think the disciples very... um, Here's what I'm going to do when I get to heaven. I'm going to be sitting down and having coffee with a lot of people. Yes. yes. Um, like, are they going to have coffee in heaven? Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> or Monica's not going. <laughs> no, not going. If he created it here, he's going to have it up there. That's my that's my theory. Um, but like Peter goes through this whole conversation um, in the Bible with Jesus. You know, Jesus is like, "Do you love me? Yes, I love you. Do you love me? Yes, I love you. Do I? Do you love me? Yes, Lord, I love you." And then immediately says, "But Lord, what about him? About Peter? If <clears throat> no, about John?" Yeah. And then Jesus said to Peter, "If I want him to live until I come again, how does that concern you? Follow mm. me." So, like we, these journeys that God places us on are journeys to follow. Him, not to be concerned about mm. everybody else and what How everybody else is doing. Wow. Like what my platform is going to be. That's pretty huge. Yeah. So it's Where like, am I going? beyond the journey that I've placed you on, follow me, be with me mm-hmm. first, and then go make disciples of all nations. Yep. Mm. However that's going to look for you. In this season of life, right? right? And I think we'll end up talking about it a little bit with our guests, but like our seasons of mission change. Um, Like I think Amber's new mission season is going to be starting soon. Do you oh, have anything you want to share? Yeah. About that? <laughs> okay. Oh, is this the time? This is the time. <laughs> we do have a, we do have a B announcement. Um, I'm pregnant. <laughs> She's going to be a mom. I'm going to be a mommy. So that's a new season. So that's a new season and you don't have any idea what that's going to look like because this no. is the first time and yep. clueless, just, clueless is the word yeah. that comes to mind. Yeah. In a, in the greatest way possible, it just changes everything. That's right. It just does, right. and you know it'll it'll change your focus and your mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to. It's right. absolutely supposed it to. Is. But yeah, you totally. know, it'll be interesting for you to walk that out as we all did the first time around and be like, okay, so I gotta I gotta reassess yep. what my, what mission looks like for me and what the journey looks like for and me. the sacrifices that mm-hmm. go into being obedient to that. And I, I've. I've referenced Amber a little bit today, but I love this for her because I know that she's been in such search for her platform Mm -hmm. and just feeling content. Like what she's doing is where she's supposed to be. Her roles have changed a lot over the last couple of years. 
her housing has changed. <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of changes. She's been in a in a, a walk boot. You know, there's been a lot of things going on in her life. That's right. And then this happens, and I think that what's so great about God is how you know we just we see from an earthly point of view, but. Just as the heavens are higher than the earth and his ways are higher than our ways, he knew what he had orchestrated for you. And he knew that if he gave you this hugely satisfying career and platform, it would be hard for you to want to walk away from something mm-hmm. like that in order to be all that you can be as a mom or so where the balance is. And I think sometimes there's protection in God not mm-hmm. answering our prayers. Answer our prayers. Yes. And, and, you know, That's I'm so, so all or nothing and I'm all in, right? You know me, I, I feel deep, I live deep, I, I feel big, I live big. And I, I think that way because I would cry going into the hospitals in the morning and just, why do I have to do this? I don't want to, I hate this job. And, um, I, he just If I had had a career that I loved or a ministry that I was all in on, it would have made it really hard for me to be able to put family as a priority. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that journey that he puts us on is like a, um, it's a, it's a dirt path and not a highway. Yeah. And I say that um, because Jenny Allen, who Lindsay mm-hmm. Nobles referenced, like mm-hmm. I don't preach like Jenny, um, she had a post that really spoke to me recently called How to Leave Normal. Um, and here's something that she writes. A few years before the birth of If, I was ushered onto the established highway of the business of Christendom through the door of publishing. Influential people in the industry merged me onto the highway because they saw a seemingly sincere and passionate faith in Jesus. But at 75 miles an hour, my sincere faith felt threatened by the business and structure of it all. All the while, a quiet road off in the distance beckoned. While I wish I were a more confident, rebellious pioneer, God had to nearly force me onto the new wild path he had for if. I am, however, compelled to call as many of you onto the possible roads less traveled because there are many wandering who may never make it up to the Mm. highway. Mm. Isn't that just, that that so speaks to me um, as somebody who does struggle with comparison and does struggle with seeing where other people are and, um, and maybe where other, these other amazing people are, is their quiet road. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not a highway, but you know, you get kind of sucked into this, like here's the natural progression of how, what things are supposed to do and things are supposed to happen. And, um, you know, especially her talking about publishing for the longest time, I felt like, like there's only validation if I get a book deal and, you know, God has, has quietly beckoned me onto this other little yep. road, this dirt path. Sarah and I have ended up calling it this dirt path. Like your journey is not going to look like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe there will be an aspect of it later, right, right. but follow the journey that I've placed you on. Quit that. trying to get over to the highway when I have you off in a country road somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I just, all of this to say where you are is not by accident where you are is so incredibly intentional. And when it seems like it doesn't make any sense and that you feel like God has completely abandoned you or left you alone in the middle of nowhere alone, it's so by design and it's so intentional. And there is so much purpose there because there's a kingdom to be built on the quiet road. That's right. If you have to build a kingdom with the cactuses that are out in the desert with you on that road, build it there. Right. But the kingdom of God is built one disciple at a time. Yes. Oh, I love that. One so disciple two at by, a time. You know, you and somebody else, two by two. Yeah, like that's I how it all love, goes. I love that. So. And, you know, I think that um, if if you're listening today and you, you're struggling with just a acceptance of the road that you're supposed to be on, the journey that you're on, 
um, I think that that lack of contentment can happen in two different ways. One, because you're not willing to be content on the bread that God's given you, and you're fighting him on that. Or two, you've become so complacent at waiting for God to give you something else than what he has given you that you're doing nothing. Right. Mm. And so I think that, you know, again, feed on the leaf of which you've been born, Mm -hmm. that you've hatched on. You know, Mm -hmm. we talk about that in metamorphosis. And are we looking for someone else's leaf and so we're not willing to grow on the one that we're on? Right. You know, so then we're not ever ready to crawl. And then if we're never ready to crawl, we're never going to cocoon. If we never cocoon, we're never going to fly. And so we fight it so much. And I think sometimes that we either fight it so aggressively or we fight it in such a complacency Mm -hmm. that we're not taking advantage of anything around us. Um, and giving the love that get, God has given to us to anybody else. Because right. we don't want to just give it to our husbands. We don't want to just give it to our boss. We don't want to just give it to our kids. We don't want to give it to the teacher. We don't want to do this. We don't want to do that because we want this. Yeah. And so, you know, figure out what your gifts and talents are and how you can live the best that you can on the leaf that you're on. Mm-hmm. Well, and some biblical examples of that is um, like Esther, like her mission to con- the the journey that she needed to continue was to embrace her position as queen. Mm. Like she was placed in a position she didn't really ask for, didn't really want, but she had to end up just embracing where she was. And um, that's how she saved the entire yep. nation mm-hmm. <laughs> of her people. Right. Yeah, that's pretty spectacular. Um, Mary, the mother of Jesus, her journey was marrying Joseph, even though she was pregnant, significantly pregnant already, right. and not yet married and delivered the Son of God. Yeah. And Ruth, her journey was to I remain faithful to her mother-in-law, to find a new land and find a new people group where she could live. Yep. Like they all just, where God had them is where they yeah. pursued and where they continued on with. Love Absolutely. that. And none of those things look alike. No. That's really what I love about that is that I feel like, you know, we've talked some today about social media and just mm-hmm. kind of the pressures that come from that, I feel like is, and I fall prey to this really easily, is that my journey needs to look like her journey. Mm-hmm. Not even necessarily where I end up, but what I'm doing now. Yep. Like, why doesn't mm-hmm. what I'm doing now look like what she's doing totally now? Like, agree. You know, I, I almost compare myself more to the people that are closer mm-hmm. to where I am in life mm-hmm. than to the people who are where I eventually want to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do y'all do that too? Mm-hmm. Oh, or, yeah. You know, yeah. You're like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I, not parenting the way she's parenting. Or exactly. Not, you know, yeah. whatever it is at the time. And I think it's well, so easy. Well, and this easy. is not a bash social media. There is so much great things that have come yes. from it and blessed me. But there are negatives that come with it in the very personal, internal ways. Um, And the little lies that Satan whispers to me as I'm looking on it. Just like you said, like, oh, I didn't do snow cream on snow days. I didn't go get a bowl (laughs) of snow and add milk and sugar and food coloring. I'm a horrible parent. Why did you give me these children? I obviously can't handle it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes. So those are the things that steal the joy and the yes. focus from the journey that we're That's on. Right. Those exactly. little tiny foxes are what spoil the vine. And, and, yeah. And that you didn't make snow cream because maybe you're not on the journey to make snow cream. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's just not you on didn't your road. It. Yeah. I yeah. just love that. That it's the, the, I've, I've never really thought about, I've always kind of understood like the destinations are different. That's okay. But the journeys are different too. And I think that's, that right. that's so important to mm-hmm. just like, grab onto mm-hmm. and remember Back when we were in Atlanta. Um, I had, um, taken a class from pastor Gary, um, our pastor here at this church now. <clears throat> and it was a class about like finding your mission and finding your calling. And, you know, I was in that stage of like, okay, I know God's calling me to ministry and I need to figure that out. So I'm going to do everything I can and read everything I can. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to figure this thing out. So I took this class from him 
And it was a four-week class, and the very first night he said, I don't even know if he remembers this, but he said, the journey is just as much the call as the call itself. And I think I stopped going (laughs) after that because I was, like, freed up. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to go chase the thing. Yeah. Like, where I was 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 just as important as Mm -hmm. where the end destination was. It was really freeing. And I, I lose sight of that. For sure, from time sure. to time, and I veer off into the grass instead of staying on the path. And you know, I go climb some trees and look off in the distance and see what's there. But really and truly, like I come back to that so often. Mm. The journey is just as much the call as the call itself. And it's in the Bible because the word "go" means journey. journey. That's right. Stay on your journey. Not so a doesn't destination. Mean a destination. <gasps> doesn't mean a destination. Jinx. So, um, some practical application. It's been a while. But I got it. All right, let's do it. Um, The first is to identify your journey. Mm. Where has God placed you right now at this moment? It's not by chance or by accident. Remember, like in birthing from what we just have talked about, like what is the leaf that you're born onto? Mm. Identify your journey. And the second thing is to pray because you might not be thrilled about the journey that you're on. You Mm -hmm. might not be thrilled about the plant you're at or the street that you're on. Um, It might not look like what you thought it was going to look like, but pray that God would open your mind and heart and put inside of you a desire and a love for where you are. Um, And he will so absolutely do that. He'll do it. I've I've experienced that. He will do it. He will do it. He will. Um, and then ask God how to be a best, how best to be a disciple first and how to teach that to the people mm. that are around you mm. and then build. You need to just go and do it. Pursue that quiet road. That's off in the distance and follow him. I love oh, that. What a beautiful so, thing. I love that. Do we have time be missional for me and build people to read one more thing? Yeah. yeah read this it. was my devotional from Christine Kane this morning. Oh, So it's, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. For years, we have been told that we can have it all, be it all, do it all. Maybe you or someone you know have aggressively set out on a pursuit to achieve this utopian, quote unquote, all. We are consummate organizers, jugglers, problem solvers. We manage family, church, commitments, friendships, fiancés, groceries, meal times, child taxi service, quiet time with God, and whatever else is on the agenda. We've set out on this mission to do it quote-unquote, all, only to quickly discover we can't and we are disappointed. The truth is we can have it all and do it all, but often we've got an incorrect, incorrect perception of all that leaves us feeling like we're falling short. If we want to do this adventure called life well and fulfill the purpose God has for us, we need to discover his definition of all and go after it. <laughs> His definition, not our interpretation. That's right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Oh. Isn't that great? And she even uses the word mission. So good. Mm-hmm. So perfect. The mission to do it all. We don't yeah. need the mission to do it all. Right. We just need to be missional. Right. That's right. exactly right. And however we're called to be missional. Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. you're not just a mom. And you're not a horrible woman if you have a career that you love and that you're pursuing. That's because right. that's what God's placed you in. Or if you have to work because that's the situation that mm. you're in. Or if you have a ministry or you don't. Like, we are all free to be who we are. That's right. And, and none of us are. will get... Bigger accolades from God when we stand before him just because mm-hmm. we had what looked like a bigger ministry or mm-hmm. mission than someone else. It's the willingness and obedience to be where we're supposed to be and do it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Oh, what a great what a great lesson. That was beautiful. Well, um, Monica, do you want to pray us out today? Uh, sure, yeah. Lord, 
we um, commit ourselves to you that we will be missional and we will build and that we will pursue the journey that you have placed us on and we will build the kingdom that we have right in front of us. Help us to have a vision for that. Cast our um, cast the vision in our minds so that we might see beyond, see the vision of like beyond where we are to what you have purposed for it. Like open our minds to fully see the importance of what's right in front of us, even if it seems insignificant or even if it seems like something that we don't want. Build in us a desire to just follow you, regardless of what's going on on the highways around us. And we just ask these things in your son's name. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to The Beecast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love to have you review it on iTunes. Your reviews and ratings make it easier for others to come across our podcasts. And we'd love to hear from you on Facebook or Twitter. Hit us up at Be Still Be Free. And for details on our Bible studies or other resources, please visit www.bestillbefree.com.